Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, this is really like it's getting to be, um, I know it's cliched, but the whole broken record thing, this freaking January 6th bomber case just keeps getting weird. weirder. Did you hear what happened yesterday? At this Mayorkas impeachment hearing, they get Benny Thompson, the January 6th chairman up there, and he basically like hands out all the cookies in the cookie jar. Yeah, we didn't really care about that. I don't know that. Maybe that. Who knows? I got that. I got an update. You did a great job yesterday killing killing the business. Not dead yet. So no time for a victory lap. But even political playbook is acknowledging that you are in charge, not them. Lot to talk about and uh lost a great patriot, folks. Toby Keith. What a guy, man. Oh man. Got a lot to get to. Oh man. Huge, huge loss. I mean, just an amazing guy. That. Yeah, yeah. Stomach cancer. Oh, dude. You know, yeah. Sorry, no, dude. Horrible. Sorry. God bless Toby. Every yeah, he's a God rest his soul. Folks, got a lot to get through today. Big show. D.C. Court of Appeals has rejected Trump's uh, presidential immunity claim as well. Not much to report on. We expected that. It'll go to the Supreme Court. So, well, uh, you know, there's really not much. We, everybody saw that coming. Folks, let's say you're a proud gun owner. You want to talk on social media about the right to bear arms. Well, chances are your post will probably be flagged by a content moderator. You might end up on some kind of government watch list. Folks, none of this stuff is a conspiracy theory, by the way. Did you see the story yesterday about the government was pushing to censor books on Amazon? This stuff is real. You got to fight back. That's why I use ExpressVPN. See, the problem with big tech is they track what you do online, what you're searching for, the videos you watch, and everything you click. They can match your activity, your true identity, using your device's unique IP address. And it's happening. I use ExpressVPN. They can't see my IP address, like at all. My identity's identity's anonymized by a secure VPN server. Plus, ExpressVPN encrypts 100% of my internet data for protection from hackers and eavesdroppers. ExpressVPN is a VPN rated number one by Business Insider and countless other tech publications. It really couldn't be easier to use. The app has one button. You tap it and you're protected. Listen, I'm not the most tech savvy guy in the world. I've said it often. I never fake it. It's easy to use. You tap a button. It's that simple. Defend your rights and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Use what I use. Protect your online identity at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. And here's a nice bonus. You get three months free. E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. All right, Joseph, let's go. It is showtime, Dano. Joe with a little muted one right there. Totally understand. I just broke some bad news. Yeah, Toby Keith, yeah. folks, was a great American. For those of you in the chat, giving him uh, shout outs and love and hearts uh, in the chat, uh, God bless him. He brings a, you know, a, a lot of good memories back because when I was an instructor in our Secret Service Academy, my wife, Paula, uh, who's very savvy online, unlike me, would put together videos for the class. I was there in class coordinator. You know, we had a class of 24 agents and I was their instructor, basically. And uh, at their graduation from their parents, we put together video. What the hell does that have to do with Toby Keith? I always use Toby Keith's red, white, and blue. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American. And everybody would go crazy. So God rest your soul, man. He loved our military, too. Good man right there. God rest your soul. Uh, as I said, D.C. Court of Appeals has rejected Trump's immunity claims. Uh, absolutely no uh, controversy going on there at all. Why? Because everybody knows the D.C. Court of Appeals is a hack court full of liberals. Uh, I, 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 I would be stunned if they actually listened to the legal arguments. I would. I'd be like, what the hell happened? They're acting like judges? Oh, 
everybody expected that. So it's just everybody expected it. You go to the Supreme Court, probably get an M bonk hearing. All right. Uh, so, you know, we'll follow that, obviously, as it happens, but no surprises there. It would, like I said, would have been more controversial if the D.C. Court of Appeals acted like a court instead of the Democratic National Committee. People like Joe and I would be like, what the f- holy, sh- you believe that? Oh, my gosh. They actually heard the legal arguments. That's bananas. <laughs> Folks, you did it. You did it so far. No victory laps yet. No time for the dumb. No, you know, sword the bottle. Not yet, but it's getting close. Politico playbook, the Bible of the left. This is this morning. And La Manana playbook, quote, everything is dead. I'm coming to the notion that everything is dead, said a Democrat lawmaker about the Ukraine bill, i.e. the border bill, who spoke in the condition of anonymity to render the frank judgment, all of it. Guys, the verdict is in. You guys are great. Chatsters, give yourself a little. You guys watching the chat? Here we go. Where's my round? Here it is. Two of them. This is for you. I'm D. Bongino Show. There you go, right there. That go through. There we go. It's through. D. Bongino Show. Round of applause for you all. This is what you got to do, folks. Make your voice heard. This is our country. Consent to the governed. We revoke consent. We don't consent to an invasion on our southern border, and especially an invasion of uh, whatever, an acceptable 5,000 a day. The acceptable number for the invasion is what, ladies and gentlemen? What is it? What is it? Yes, zero. That's the number, zero. Now, I'm really getting tired of the bullshit here and the endless list of lies. Ladies and gentlemen, under the border bill slash Ukraine bill, The border never closes. I am really getting tired of the endless list of lies about this thing. This thing is such a disaster. Um, Even McConnell is starting to back away from this thing, who, by the way, totally threw Lankford under the bus. He was like, hey, man, go out there. You just got reelected in 2022. Don't you worry about it. We're going to provide you political cover to negotiate this deal. He negotiates this shit deal. And what did McConnell do? Joe, any guesses? McConnell was like, I don't know nothing about McConnell Sergeant Schultz them. Did Joe, did you see it? He was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do, dude, I totally got your back, Langford. Go negotiate a shit deal with the Democrats. And when you expose said shit deal to the American people, I am totally going to give you political cover. You guys all revolted. You successfully are killing the bill right now. Keep the heat on, right? And McConnell's like, what? Eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know this guy. I don't know I this know guy. Nothing. He, dude. Totally Sergeant Chilson. He did the Mariah Carey J-Lo thing. Remember that? It's a Giffy. He's a Giffy guy. You ever see the Giffy on Twitter? I don't know her. I don't know. When Mariah Carey wanted to upstage J-Lo and pretended not to know her, that's what McConnell did. McConnell (laughs) did the I don't know her. Did J-Lo, did Mariah Carey Giffy. He did it. He did it. Now, Langford, listen, I don't know Langford, Republican senator from Oklahoma. I don't know. I met this guy one time. At the Breitbart house, like seriously, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe more. I spoke to him for like two minutes or so. I found him incredibly uninteresting. It's not personal. Langford, it's time to listen, man. Just drop the L. Tony, is there if there was ever a time to drop the L, is this the time to drop the L? Just <laughs> indeed, just take the L. It's over. The people have revolted. We don't want this shit. Consent to the governed. We say no. We're the governed. We give consent. We don't give consent to this. Then it don't happen. That's it. We're in charge. Do you feel like you're in charge? You ever seen a Bane scene? You're not in charge. We're in charge. I'm sorry that bothers you. We're in charge. 
Here's Langford yesterday on Fox and Friends. Again, not telling the truth about the bill, insisting somehow that with this bill, the border closes after 5,000 people break the law. (laughs) You believe we're having this conversation, Joe? Uh, Senator, how many people can break the law before we actually enforce the law? Uh, 5,000. By the way, none of that's even true, but just assume for a second 5,000 people can break the law before we enforce the law. The border still doesn't close. You just get to break the law 200 yards down the road at the point of entry. Listen to him insist again. Border closes after 5,000 people. Total bullshit. I'll prove it to you in a second. Check this out. I'm going to go to the part that you want to define the most, most mis- misunderstood. The 5,000. What is it exactly? Yeah, it, it, it's really ridiculous when we go on the backside of December. What just happened when we had ten and 12,000 people a day coming across? And this authority is a 5,000 authority to say if you get to 5,000, which we've been there every single day except for seven in the last four months, that it completely closes the border down. It deports everyone. It changes the paradigm from right now what the Biden administration is doing is catching and releasing everyone to actually catching and deporting everyone. It literally flips the script on it. I have people saying, well, I don't want to do that at 5,000. I want to do that at 3,000. Say, well, fine, we can do 3,000. But right now, every day we're at 5,000. It doesn't matter between the two. We've got to be able to have something that mandatorily deports everyone rather than actually releases everyone. Oh, my gosh, bro. Drop the L. It's over, man. Again, stop taking this personal. You screwed up. Do not do what they did back in 2012, 2010, Right when they were pushing for, again, a mass amnesty bill, careers were ended, ended. They were ended. People who had presidential aspirations were never to be heard from again in that in that conversation. Careers were ended. Drop it. We do not provide our consent. The 5,000 illegal lawbreakers we're supposedly allowing in a day before we enforce the law is not true. All you have to do is walk to a port of entry and do the same thing. None of this is true. Here's where I tell folks, I found new stuff in this bill yesterday. This is crazy. Here, pull up the calculation of activation. What does this mean? Here is fancy DC talk to, well, how do we get to 5,000 people? Well, see, if you're a normal person, you're like, even if you accept this bill on its face, so 5,000 people can break the law. Before we enforce our law, which is freaking ridiculous. How do we count 5,000 people? Well, I want you to note something in there that aliens described in subsection A2C from non-contiguous eight countries shall not be included in calculating the sum of aliens encountered. Did I read? Joe, I sent this over. You, you talking about this? Shall, that says shall not be included. Non-contiguous, meaning countries that don't share a contiguous border with the United States, meaning like everywhere other than Mexico and Canada. So, so basically everyone we encounter at the border is, is, is off. If, if, if you're reading this like a normal person, like I am, you're going, so Dan, you're telling me that even the 5,000 number of people were letting break the law before we enforce the law on the books now? That even in the 5,000 number, basically everyone we encounter is not counted? Yes. No, it can't be that stupid of a bill. It is. Are you crazy? No, I'm not crazy. Are you reading the actual bill? Yes, I am. Tell Dan Crenshaw that I'm actually reading the bill. 
I'm emotionally reading the bill, but the bill's the bill. That's the bill. So basically almost everyone we encounter isn't even counted in the 5,000. <laughs> Folks, you people in the chat believe this shit? Who in the chat? In the chat, quick poll, bot Gino. I to get on the case, bro. Is anybody supporting this bill in my chat? Anyone? Yes, I support it. No, I don't. Anyone? I'm, I'm, I'm seriously curious. I'm not busting your rocks here. I want to know, is, is anybody falling for this? There may be someone in who's like, no, Dan, this is a good bill. The border will be more secure tomorrow than it is today. Oh, anyone? No. Fuck no. 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 Hell no. Hell, hell no. Exclamation point. I think we're breaking the chat again. The chat is completely broken. <laughs> I got to refresh the chat. You guys are great. We just filleted the chat again. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Here, now you're saying, okay, Dan. So the 5,000 lawbreakers we're letting in before we enforce the law we have on the books now, Section 212F of the Immigration and Nationality Act. They said naturalization yesterday. Thank you, Viva uh, Nationality. I'm sure the fact checkers are all over that. We can enforce the law today and we don't want to do it. Now we find out that basically everyone who comes into the country outside of Canada and Mexico is not even counted in that number, which is almost everyone we encounter. Here's another. You want to kick right in the balls, like no cup or nothing, like this. Remember? Kick me in the chimney. Remember? Here you go. Right in the nuts. Here's another one. An alien who an immigration officer determines with the approval of a supervisory immigration officer should be accepted from the Border Emergency Authority based on the totality of circumstances, including law enforcement, officer, public safety, humanitarian, public health interests, or an alien who an immigration official determines in consultation with ICE should be accepted from the Border Emergency Authority due to operational considerations. Now, again, that's DC talk. You want the Bongino translator? What does that mean? Anyone Alejandro Mayorkas says doesn't count and tells Border Patrol they don't count, doesn't count. So, all right, just to be clear. So 5,000 people, we let break the law before we enforce the law. But we're not allowed to count anyone we actually come into contact with outside of Canada and Mexico or anyone else that Mayorkas and Biden says doesn't count. This is great. You're right. This legislation is awesome. This is the biggest to America I think I've seen in eons. If you fell for this, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm really, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry. you. The Wall Street Journal... I like the journal. I read their stuff. They don't like me a lot. It's okay. I don't take anything personal. I read their stuff every night. It's my go-to. A lot of smart writers there. Some people on the editorial board there somehow got suckered into believing this is a good deal. And they've yet to explain how one catch and release is not encompassed by ankle monitors. They're catching you and releasing you. No, with ankle monitors. But you're still released, correct? Yes. So it's catch and release. And they still have yet to explain how they can't push Biden now to just enforce 212F. Why we need, so you're telling me we need a new law that Biden, folks, this is the easiest way to explain it. Guy, I know you like simple explanations. The law on the books now of the Immigration and Nationality Act absolutely allows Biden to shut the border down. That's a fact. I showed you yesterday. I actually put up the screen on the screen the actual law. You're telling me Biden doesn't want to enforce that, but when we write a new law, that's even less restrictive than that. Biden's definitely going to enforce that law. Are you stupid? I'm, I'm, I'm not, listen, I'm really not trying to offend anyone, but are you guys dumb? 
No, no, Biden's definitely going to do that. And then you give him a victory on a bill that does what? Is worse than the law we have now? I interviewed Donald Trump on my radio show. Here's a quick snippet yesterday. He's absolutely against this bill. Thank you to everybody who tuned in on Rumble and Locals, by the way. We had a record number of people streaming my radio show yesterday. We're going to have a killer week streaming on Rumble. Rumble's been blowing up. We appreciate it. But here's Donald Trump absolutely against this bill. Here's a shortcut from the show. Check this out. Well, there's something going on. There's something I don't understand. If you look at Mitch McConnell, there's something going on. Why would he have approved trillions of dollars? You know, you needed 10 Republican votes. Why would he have gotten a group of guys to support trillions of dollars for the Green New Scam? Uh, it's been uh, just unbelievable. It's been un- what's been happening has been unbelievable in the Senate. Uh, it's been unbelievable. Now, the good news is Mike Johnson said it's dead on arrival. And yeah. I think you're going to find he's going to do a very good job. You're going to find out he's a very conservative guy, but more importantly, he has a common, he has common sense. I think it's going to be dead on arrival. It has to be. This is a bill that puts the blame on the Republicans. This is a, this is a ploy. They cannot be allowed to get away with it. I've spoken out very strongly. You've seen what I said on truth. Uh, yeah. and I hope everyone's on truth out there because it's doing great. It's my voice. But it's it's uh, it's not even a contest. One of the worst. Why I don't know how a, a Republican senator can put can actually put a thing like this forth. I don't know how he could do it. Folks, keep the heat on because what I want to do is take any premature victory laps. That's so much. The, we'll call that the red wave. Oh, it's going to be a red wave, and everybody gives up. Oh, I don't need to vote. There's no red wave. The bill's not dead yet. Keep the heat on. You contacted your senator, your congressman, great. If you haven't, please do it today. Quick email. The bill's a disaster. The Ukraine slash border bill. I do not support it. I do not support an invasion of the United States. Thank you. That's it. Honestly, it's all you have to do. Call them. Let them, you don't get to yell at them or anything like that. I'm not saying you would do that. I don't want to sound condescending. I don't mean it that way at all. I'm dead serious. You just got to call them. Hey, man, I'm a constituent. This bill's crap. It's garbage. That that 5,000 thing is unacceptable. He already has the authority. Dump it. Thank you. Have a nice day. Folks, these people are starting to sound, by the way, they're starting to sound like the left. And I, 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 they're lying to us with Langford and the 5,000 and all this other crap. Now, Johnson's against it. Speaker Johnson, Trump's against it. We've even got Republicans. Mike Lee's been against this thing from the start. Hat tip to him. Put this thing in the, in the grave and send a message to Langford and everyone else. Don't even think about showing up. Don't even listen to me. Don't even consider it. If it's in your head, a consideration of putting a bill that looks anything like this again in front of Republican voters, your career will end too. No, we're done getting effed over, man. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry, Langford, that you got suckered by McConnell into believing we were going to back this, this pile of shit. No freaking way. I got a lot more ahead on this. I got this and the January 6th thing yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, is totally bananas. I promise you, I'm just like, we're not fishing here. This stuff is just coming out left and right. I'll get to that. Hey, a lot of us are struggling to keep up with everyday bills. Everything's really expensive. You own a home, call my friends over at American Financing. Interest rates have dropped into the fives, the lowest they've been in a long time, and they're saving their customers an average of $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high interest credit card debt. $854 a month is like a $10,000 raise. Credit card interest rates are insane. You've seen it. Most of us are still calorie in a balance from month to month. 
Call American Financing. Take care of it today. If you call today, you may not have to make that next month's mortgage payment. Call today, 888-994-7660. Again, the number is 888-994-7660. The website's a .net, not a .com, .net. AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. APR for rates in the five starts at 6.406 for well-qualified borrowers. Call 888-994-7660 for details about credit costs and terms. Thank you, American Financing Company. Check them out. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to show you that these people are full of shit on the left, okay? I don't want a Republican Party that lies to this degree. Every politician lies. I get it. I understand. Every single politician lies. It's the degree of lying that drives me crazy. The problem the Democrats are having with their voters is they lie about everything. Inflation, first day, there was no inflation, then it was going to be transitory. Then when inflation ebbed, but prices didn't go down, Biden took a victory lap and he's wondering why you're not happy with him. I don't want that. This is what the Democrats sound like, just as a reminder on the border. The same border, they're telling you they need a bill right now to secure, even though Biden has the power right now before the bill to do it and doesn't want to do it. This is why nobody trusts these people. Listen to this. The border is closed. The border is secure. The border is secure. Uh, the border is closed. So the border is secure and the border is not open. We have a secure border. I can tell you the, it, the border is secure. By what measure is it secure now, sir? So there, there is not a common definition. The president has done more to secure the border and to deal with this issue of immigration than anybody else. He really has. Uh, we're certainly uh, doing a lot more to secure the border. As you know, the president has done everything that he can. Uh, he's done that alone uh, without the help of Republicans. Why aren't you guys stopping the flow at the border? We are stopping the flow at the border. Secretary Mayorkas, do you continue to maintain that the border is secure? Yes, and we are working day in and day out to enhance its security. The removal of Title 42 does not mean the border is open. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system. We have done a lot of work here to fix the system. You, you understand, Langford and others, you're starting to sound like that. The reason Joe Biden is at 36 or 37 percent or 40 percent approval, which is disastrous. The reason that's happening is because nobody believes the bullshit anymore. Just stop. Come out, say it was a bad bill. We're going to get back to the table. We'll see if we can get something better. They already have the authority to do stuff. Acknowledge all this. By the way, one quick note too. I've seen a number of, uh, of swampy Republicans go, well, listen, the whole parole system, which is exactly as it sounds. Biden can basically say to people breaking the law, crossing our border, you guys are parole, go forth to love and serve. We have to reform that. And everyone's been like the swampies. Oh, at least we reform the parole system. Breitbart, Neil Monroe. No, we don't. No, we don't. Stop bullshitting us. You sound like Mayorkas and Corinne Jean-Pierre. Quote, the bill does nothing to stop Biden's parole migration, which imported roughly a million migrants into U.S. workplaces and communities in 2023. Before Biden, the parole process delivered only 15,000 assorted migrants per year. Stop bullshitting people. It does nothing to do that. You guys are just making it up. Now, this particular clip I'm going to show you next really pissed me off yesterday. Here's Langford again. using The reason I played that Kareem Jean-Pierre Mayorkas thing is a point to everything I do. You're starting to sound like them. Stop. Here's um, Langford using 
Democrat talking points. Oh my gosh, we got to be humanitarian. We got to give people water at the border. They're going to die. We don't want people to die. But why are you starting the story in the middle like Corrine Jean-Pierre and Mayorkas and Biden? Why are they at the border dying of thirst or whatever you're saying here? Oh, because we've done nothing to stop it when we have the authority right now? Cut the bullshit. Listen to this talking point right out of the lefty playbook, starting the story in the middle. Take a listen. Let's talk about the NGOs, uh, the Catholic charities. They get huge money to house and provide uh, and provide accommodations to illegal aliens who are trying to get into this country. You put one point four billion dollars into this. Uh, That is an area in which I know Republicans are upset about. Can you want to expand on that? Yeah, it is interesting. I have some folks that are upset about trying to get humanitarian aid to people that are struggling on it. I, I get that. We want to be able to. We're Americans. We provide food and water to people and don't just leave them in the desert to be able to die. But I would also say that aid is also attached to our beds. So here's how we attach these two things together. So to be able to get that economic assistance actually got out, that means the Biden administration, before that assistance goes out at the end of it, that means they've got to add more deportation flights. They've got to add more uh, detention beds. They've got to add more ICE officers. They have to add more Border Patrol officers. Right. They have to actually implement these things before those final dollars go out. So those things are attached. That's actually a forcing mechanism to say, right. you want those dollars to go out? You got to actually start deporting people. So just to be clear what he just said, you want to give hundreds of millions, potentially a billion dollars plus to a bunch of organizations assisting in the trafficking of people illegally into the United States. But the forcing mechanism is you got to add a couple deportation flights they're never going to do anyway. And you fell for that. Karen, why did you do that? I don't, I don't know, Karen. I don't, I don't know. I don't, folks, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they do stupid stuff. I really don't. I really don't. Here, here's one more. Here's another gem from yesterday. Schumer and Langford sound the exact same now. Here's Schumer saying, listen, man, you don't pass this invasion of the United States bill. This is why I call it the Ukraine bill. We're sending your kids over to Ukraine to die. Wait, what? What is, what are you crazy? What does that have to do with anything? There's an invasion going on in the United States. We're not going to stop it. We're not going to stop it. Oh, and by the way, you don't give us money for NGOs and you don't let us allow 5,000 plus people in. We're sending your kids to Ukraine to die. This is our government. Listen to Chuck Schumer imply exactly that in this cut. Check this out. You said that you worked very closely with Leader McConnell on this, this bill, now that we see what's in it, seems to be as bipartisan as it gets. Why wouldn't this, why wouldn't both sides really want this to go through? Well, it's a great question, Mika. Look, it took a long time, four months of arduous negotiations. They fell off the tracks a whole bunch of times. I had to be on the phone even at midnight saying we've got to keep going. Why? We're at a turning point in America. This bill is crucial, and history will look back on it and say, did America fail itself? Why is it crucial? Well, if we don't aid uh, Ukraine, Putin will be walk all over Ukraine. We will lose the war, and we could be fighting in Eastern Europe in a NATO ally in a few years. Americans won't like that. Folks, I'm just going to ask you for a second. I'm a business guy, okay? I've been involved in business for a really long time. I don't talk too much about it on the show, but I'm fascinated by it. Can you imagine any other space other than shit government with absolute losers who can't do anything for a living? That's why they're in. That's why they're government officials like Schumer, who could never get a real job. I remember this idiot when I was doing my last job. 
an absolute loser. The most weird, I mean, totally like grifty loser you've ever met in your entire life. Always trying to hang around with other people, just to hang around. He would always be around our details. Oh, look, there's Senator Schumer. He wants to get into motorcade. The guy is cringe in every single respect. He finds himself one of the most powerful Democrats in government because he can't cut it anywhere else. Can you imagine a business where they do this? Uh, fix the border problem resulting in the destruction of the United States' southern border, or we're going to send your kids to get killed in Ukraine. Imagine a business like this, right? You make, you make uh, Easter eggs. Hey, uh, I found a new line. We're going to make pink Christmas trees too. But let me tell you something. If you don't support our pink Easter egg line that's dying and losing us money, I'm not going to actually agree to make money with the very successful pink Christmas tree thing. The board would be like, are you on crack? Are the, were you smoke? Were you like drinking bath salts before you came in here? That works only in the government. We'll get your kids killed if you don't uh, agree to let us uh, support the Southern invasion of the United States with a minimum of 5,000 people. <laughs> All right. At least the good news here is the poll numbers are catching up with these losers as everybody's starting to catch on that this administration is going to be the most apocalyptic in modern American history, the Biden team. I'll get to that in a second. Even MSNBC's like, man, <laughs> we got some bad news. Then I got the January 6th thing. Man, this case is getting weirder by the second. And I promise you that plan B theory I have, I now I'm absolutely sure it's true. Before we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you to John from Blackout Coffee. Hugging it like a teddy bear. This is mine. I told him I loved the new cinnamon French toast coffee. It's totally bananas. It's so good. It's like a treat for me these days. As you can tell from my energy level, I'm drinking an awful lot of it. Blackout coffee. And John was kind enough to send me a 700-pound bag or whatever this is. It's like a pillow of blackout coffee. Thank you, John. It's the best. Blackout Coffee uses premium, premium grade coffee beans. Most people don't even know what premium coffee tastes like because a lot of those woke mega corporations, here's the truth, man. They push these lower grade beans out there and then you're drinking crap coffee. It's like brown water. It's all bitter. That's why I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. Premium beans, delicious taste, absolutely bold coffee taste, no bitterness. Start the year off right. By supporting a, com a company that loves America, Blackout Coffee. Skip those long lines at the store, order online. The folks at Blackout Coffee ship within 48 hours of roasting. It's increíble, incredible. Do me a favor, go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. See what I'm talking about. Get the cinnamon French toast. Trust me, it's a real deal. Stop drinking that woke coffee. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Make the switch to Blackout Coffee. You're going to love it. Check it out. And our last sponsor today before we get to... Uh, our January 6th segment Patriot Mobile. have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider for 10 years. When I say only, I mean only one. They love the country. They love you guys. People have been flocking over to Patriot Mobile. Why? They don't want to support big left mobile companies. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. It means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the libs. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company that believes in free speech, the Sanctity of Life, Second Amendment, our military veterans, our first responders, religious freedom. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team. They make switching easy. Keep your number. Keep your phone or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation 
when you use the offer code Bongino, my last name. Join me and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bongino. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bongino. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. It's Blackout Coffee. We appreciate it. Here we go, folks. Listen, why are we giving Joe Biden a win on this immigration issue if I've just told you the bill out there makes the situation worse? <clears throat> I hate the double whammy term because it's stupid. Reminds me of that game show when we were kids. However, this is a double whammy. It's a shit bill that's going to make the border invasion at our, in our, on our southern border worse. Any border for that. I'm a northern border, too, if people want to uh, creep in there. And secondly, not only that, you're going to give Biden a political win, which if the country was winning and Biden did something good for the country, like securing the actual border and agreeing to spending cuts and things, I'd say, OK, we need to do that. This is none. Why would you? It's none of that. Why would you give this guy a win? This guy needs desperately to get out of the shit political situation he's in. Here's MSNBC. MSNBC, I didn't say that wrong, acknowledging you got big problems here. Check this out. His approval rating in our poll clocks in at 37 percent. That is his low in our poll. That's the lowest a president has checked in in an NBC poll since the final days of the George W. Bush administration in 2008. The disapproval rating also an all time high in our poll for Biden. Folks, I'm not a nihilist, OK? If Joe Biden and his team made a turn in the same direction, which they will never do, but if they did, hey, man, we got to get out there. We got to get a hold of government spending. We got to secure this border for real. We're going to shut it down. I'm not going to say don't do it to hurt the country. I think in the end, the conservatives have a more consistent platform and we can still win. But the thing is about this, why would you give this guy a political win for a bill that sucks? I don't understand. If you were listening to my radio show yesterday, watching the radio show on Rumble here, which we always appreciate. Again, a record crowd yesterday. We broke some news yesterday. Listen, the Biden, I guys, did I, Joe, did I not warn about this, about the debate? I said the only downside to Trump not debating in the primary is Biden's afraid of Donald Trump. He is. He can pretend and play tough guy all he wants, the rotting bag of oatmeal in the White House. He's full of shit. He's terrified of Donald Trump because he desperately does not want Trump's record against his record. It's a it's a it's not even close. OK, he doesn't want that. So we won't debate him. Here's the problem Biden's going to have running away from the Trump debate thing. I'll tell you why I'm bringing this up in a second. If you listen to the show, you know why we broke major news. yesterday. It was all over the ecosystem. Everybody covered even the left wingers. Right. They, they, by the way, they hate mentioning my name, but who cares? Whatever. So. Donald Trump challenged Biden to a debate yesterday. Biden's response is going to be, well, if Trump didn't want to debate in the primary, I'm not going to debate him in the general. Ladies and gentlemen, what's the, you guys listen to my radio show yesterday? Chatsters, what's the comeback to that? I know the Trump team knows it, but that's a stupid argument. Because Trump's going to say, well, you didn't debate in the primary either. What's Biden going to say? I didn't have a primary? Really? Is the name Dean Phillips ring a bell? What about Marianne Williamson? What about Cornell West? He does have a primary. He's got more than one candidate in there. Biden don't want to debate either. What's Biden's argument? See, you listen, some of you chatsters, I love it. What's Biden's argument right now for not debating in the primary? Again, get ahead of me if you're listening. Oh, well, it wasn't serious competition. I was in no danger of losing. Okay, Trump's got the same argument. Joe, does he not? What, what, where was I losing ever? No, so why would I debate? Biden's right. saying the same thing. And what's amazing is still people for other candidates, by the way, 
playing into this. Oh man, listen, I candidate lost, so I'm going to, you know, sit here and sabotage Trump's. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Have you seen me shit mouthing Ron DeSantis at all? No. Why would I do that? I've never done that. The great governor in Florida. He just wasn't my candidate this time around. Everybody needs to just kind of like get it together here. He should debate Biden. He has no argument Biden for ducking it. It was Trump yesterday breaking news on our show, calling for Biden to debate. And I'll give you Biden's response in a second. Check this out. When a guy can't answer a question and when he doesn't do the Super Bowl, which would be a great opportunity, actually, this would be a good time. You don't always have to do them, but this would be a good time not to, to, you know, to stay to stay right in somebody's face, especially when you have those kind of numbers. But he can't do it because he can't talk. He can't do anything. He's ruining our country. And I don't think he's going to run. And I don't know if it's donors or otherwise. It might be his family. It might be something. I don't think he's going to run. But I'd like to call for immediately debates. I'd like to debate him now because we should debate. We should debate for the good of the country. So I will officially on your show call. I will. Oh, wow. Look at that. We're breaking news, Mr. President. Donald J. Trump calls for debates against uh, Joe Biden. I mean, that's great. We're breaking some news here. Problems, Dan, and get him to change his ways. But I am officially doing that. I also put out, you probably noticed, that I'll take his spot at the Super Bowl if they want. We'll get very good ratings. Folks, two pieces of breaking news there, which was great. Again, even the lefties covered it. I, it must have killed them to have to put my name in there on the Dan Bongino show. Believe me, folks, they were writing that down. They were like this. Right, Joe? They were like, Look at Dan Bongino. Why do I got to give this asshole credit? I can, t- <laughs> I can totally. <laughs> Joe, right? Joe, tell me diapers weren't changed yesterday. They were like, and of course, when they asked Biden a question, I'm going to play it in a second. Cue that up for me, fellas. They asked Biden, hey, Donald Trump was on. Notice how they never mentioned my name. They're like, he was on a radio show. Listen to Biden's answer. He has some breaking news again. Check this out. Hello, Dr. the baby right now. Do you accept? Good. I'm going to get on radio. Thanks, guys. Will you debate him? I'd want to debate me, too. You got nothing else to do. I'd want to debate me too. Of course you would. You suck. Oh, everybody want to debate you because your presidency is shit. I love how he admits that. This guy's such a clown. You hear the guy? Hey, he said something on radio. They hate me so much. Public enemy number one, man. And you all are with me. We're all public enemy number one right here. All of us. Come on, man. I'm proud You're to be part. Shit. I, I know. I know you think that. Joe's mad too. Joe's mad too. You heard him. Joe got him on tape right there. Fact checkers. We're kids. It's AI. It's still funny though. Do you hear the second part of that too? Donald Trump said he offered to do the interview on the Super Bowl. Let me tell you something. Well, I, what network? I don't know what network. I don't, do you know what network Tony has a Super Bowl this year? Is it CBS? I know they flip around. It was Fox last year. I don't know. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Whatever network has it, you guys would be freaking crazy not to take Trump up on that. That will be the most watched halftime interview ever. It, it'll probably get more viewers than the damn game <laughs> or pregame. I'm, you'd be crazy not to take him up on it. Crazy. Listen, I'm not giving you programming advice. I'm just telling you, you want eyeballs on your network, interview Donald Trump. All right. I want to get to this. Folks, sometimes, Joe, when Joe and I were rocking and rolling with the Spygate case, we love the case so much. I think, Joe, you'd agree that sometimes we might have covered it a little too much. 
there was some days like little things would break and me and Joe would be like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. But it was like a small move of the ball. I probably could have waited, but I just enjoyed this story so much because it was such a, I don't want to say enjoy, that's a terrible word. I was interested in this story because I couldn't believe it happened. I mean, I genuinely couldn't believe it. Having been a federal agent, I couldn't believe that the tools that were given to me to investigate criminals were being used to spy on a president. It seemed to me to be so crazy. It seemed to me to be just nuts. That's not the case with January 6th case. There's a new bombshell in this every single day. In essence, it's a very simple case to understand. On January 6th, the date of the so-called insurrection, the liberals want us to believe we almost lost our government on January 6th, which is obscene. Ladies and gentlemen, Kamala Harris was not at the Capitol. It's the single most perplexing question I can imagine right now. Why was Kamala Harris not celebrating the certification of her as the vice president-elect? Why was she at the DNC where they later found the bomb? The Secret Service was there. Why is nobody talking about this except for a handful of people? Thomas Massey, congressman, Republican, fantastic guy on this case. He's been all over this. He got Benny Thompson on the record yesterday. Now, for those of you who don't remember, Benny Thompson is the Democrat chairman of the January 6th committee. A total loser. Here's part one. It's about a minute, 20 seconds, where he's asking Benny Thompson, you guys were the January 6th committee. You guys didn't look into the Secret Service communications that day and why they disappeared after they found a bomb in a building Kamala Harris was in when she shouldn't have even been there? This is how you know something's up. Listen to this guy's shady response. Totally ducking. Check this out. Who was who is responsible on January 6th? Who was responsible for the health and well-being of the incoming vice president? Of the incoming? incoming this would be Senator Kamala Harris at the time. She was under the protection of them. Well, obviously, Secret Service. Correct, the Secret Service. So um, where where was she on January 6th while all this was going on over at the Capitol? I don't know. Do you know there were pipe bombs allegedly present on January 6th? I know there were two pipe bombs, one at the Democratic uh, headquarters and one at the Republican. So you're in charge of the entire investigation of what happened on January 6th and what led up to January 6th. And you don't know that the vice president was in the D, the incoming vice president was in the DNC when that pipe bomb was sitting there. You, I, I, I don't you know, we did not. Our investigation was looking at the facts and circumstances. Uh, we knew that there were pipe bombs. Uh, we just, I'm sure the evidence will say she was wherever she is, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to get to your point. Holy Moses. Joe, oh, yeah. you got, what? we're all, listen, <laughs> we're all sitting here Really, like Tony and Guy have kind of like similar person. They're all like, you know, they just do their job and they're sitting there and they're, you know, laser focused on the show. We're all watching this and we've already seen it. Keep in mind, obviously we cut it. Really? You're the January 6th committee chairman. 
investigating an insurrection where you claim the United States was almost lost forever. And you have no idea that the vice president-elect wasn't even at the building? Oh, man. You believe... Folks, again, and I, I don't want to break the chat twice in one show. Yes, you believe Benny Thompson put a Y. No, he's full of shit. He knows exactly why she was at the DNC. Fire away, baby. Bacino, get on the case. He is 100% full of shit. Did you see his... Tony's sitting here like, really, bro? Like, just pretend you knew. You have no idea. You're not even curious? It was an insurrection and you're not... <laughs> Again, Chad, there we go. There we go. F, no, hell no, hell no. And this is good. I think we broke the chat again for the second time in this show today. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. This is fantastic. Folks, he's full of crap. It gets even worse. This is the same hearing. So I told you, believe me, no one's fishing for a story. Now I know the Secret Service management, the FBI, and Congress are hiding something. This was unquestionably an operation to set up a fake assassination plot if they needed it. Zero question in my mind. Here's part two. Tom Massey, thank you. I don't care what your prior disagreements are this guy. Politicians are tools. Remember that. And he's been a good tool on this case. Here he follows up. Really? You have no idea. Any idea whether you Secret Service techs are or anything like that? Check this out. Okay. Well, my point is, if this bomb had gone off just a few feet from her, this could have been the worst assassination since JFK. Um, and I looked at your January 6th report and I don't, I mean, can you tell me what you wrote about this pipe bomb and the fact that she was almost blown up that day? The gentleman, you uh, not right now. No, I, I'm just, it's in the report in terms of the submission. It's not in the 850 page document. So you guys did, your, your committee did investigate the pipe bomb or did not no, investigate we, the pipe bomb? Well, I'm trying to figure out, we're not a criminal investigation. Uh, we are, you know, we, we were an oversight body looking at the facts and circumstances. We were not a criminal body to see who, was, who laid the bomb or anything like that. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Did you guys pick up the end part of that? So their job was to get Joe the quote facts and circumstances. But the fact that the vice president elect was not even at the building when they implied she was during the alleged insurrection you're investigating, that fact doesn't interest you at all. You're not, you're not. The fact that a bomb that was quote viable, FBI's words, not mine, was found just feet away from a building. The vice president-elect was mysteriously, and that, that fact and circumstance is not, is, that's not, it's not concerning to you? Listen to me. Daddy O's. This was an op. I have absolutely zero doubt. The Secret Service texts, I've disappeared. I love that. I will say again to the working men and women busting their ass doing the job. God bless you. I love you. You always got a home here. To whoever in Secret Service management that day decided to make 
those texts and communications go away. This is not going to stop. This is my new mission. Whoever in the FBI made this case go away. This is not going to stop. I need you to understand the mechanics of this. I can't say this enough. When there is an assassination plot, which this appears to have been, right, folks? A bomb in front of a building Kamala Harris is in. Whether it was intentional or not, she could have been killed. The Secret Service does not investigate itself. Listen to me. There's an MOU, Memorandum of Understanding, which says the Secret Service has to transfer that jurisdiction to the FBI. All they do is hold the crime scene because they can't investigate themselves. The government was afraid they'd cover it up if the Secret Service did something that allowed an assassination and messed up. Does everybody in the chat get that? Where is the referral to the FBI? Where is the FBI investigation of the assassination plot? Where's the memorandum of understanding, the exchange on that? The answer is nobody knows because the comms have largely disappeared. Here's part three. This is about a minute and 30, a little long, but worth your time. Just a tad. I usually try to keep a minute. Here's Massey asking Benny Thompson, who now has claims he didn't know Kamala Harris was at the DNC and is not interested in the facts and circumstances that she was there or the bomb. He's like, I don't know. I don't know nothing about nothing. Here he's like, you think there may be a violation of the law here under the Federal Records Act? The Secret Service has to preserve these communications and the FBI. Where are they? Are you even curious? Watch Benny Thompson again. Squirm around in his chair like, shit, man, I didn't know I was going to be asked real questions today. Check this out. Is it true that the Secret Service cell phone records were deleted for that day? On January 6th. I'm not certain that all of them. We had difficulty with uh, getting some of them. Was your investigation hindered in part by the deletion of those Secret Service text messages? We could have had a, a better and more thorough um, report had we had access to all those records. When did you discover those messages were deleted? During the course of the investigation. Who, who was the, uh, the Secretary of Homeland Security at that time? January. No, when you discovered the messages were deleted. Alejandro Mayorkas. Secretary Mayorkas was the Secretary of Homeland Security when you found out those messages were deleted. Uh, yes, as, as best I can recollect. Do you do you recollect making this statement uh, with Miss Cheney? Uh, and I'll ask to submit this for the record. It's a July 20th, 2022 statement by Thompson and Cheney on the United States Secret Service's response to the Select Committee subpoena. Um, I won't read the whole thing, but here you here, I believe you said four House committees had already sought these critical records from the Department of Homeland Security before the records were apparently lost. Additionally, the procedure for preserving content prior to this purge appears to have been contrary to federal records retention requirements and may represent a possible violation of the Federal Records Act. Folks, I, I've got a lot of, um, let's just say, friends and um, in this space. A lot of them are really good guys and good women out there who 
dedicated and given up a lot for this country. This makes sense to how many of them? Not a single one has come to me and said, ah, here's why this. And every one of them saying the same thing to me. This doesn't make any sense. I'm going to tell you what I told you before. I don't think the agents there on the ground that day and the military folks who may have conducted this sweep, I don't think they were involved in this at all for simple reasons. I want you to think like a government, someone conspiring with someone higher up in the government to set up a fake bomb plot in case you needed it. Why? You don't want people to know, correct? Folks in the chat, why do you not want people to know? Because it's more people that can dime you out under a polygraph later. You want as many people to take part in it without knowing they're taking part in it. I've given you the example before. That guy in the government, I forget the specifics of the story, but he told his uh, whatever FBI or government agent guys, go sit on this house and watch it. That person's like a terrorist. It was like his ex-girlfriend that dumped him. He didn't tell them because he didn't want them diming him out. I don't think the agents on the ground and the explosives guys who may have missed the pipe bomb, if it was even there when the sweep happened, which I doubt, I don't think they were in on it at all. I think the thing was found by accident at the wrong time after the Capitol thing broke bad and everybody shit the bed and nobody knew what to do. And then they had to cover it up later. And I think that's why the Secret Service comms disappeared, because somebody reached out to someone in the Secret Service at some point. And must have said, stand down, stand down. It was a training thing gone awry. It was a fake. We left it there the night before. It was an accident. This is not a, you don't need to refer it to the FBI. The FBI's got it. That is out there. I'm sure of it. It's out there somewhere. These comms have not disappeared. The Secret Service spokes guy is saying, oh, they're gone. We were trying to replace devices. Around January 6th? Are you crazy? None of that makes any sense. Just imagine me and Tony. You know, Tony's doing the show now by by himself. He's got them all ready to rock and roll. Hey, Tony, we're going to swap out all the equipment. You'd be like, what are you, nuts? You just gave me like the worst show ever yesterday. We was like drinking from a fire. Now you want to change everything? You're telling me the Secret Service decided to do an equipment swap for their whatever iPhones or Blackberries or whatever the hell they were using. I don't even know. It's the government. They probably had StarTac, Motorola's. You're telling me they were doing the equipment swap in that transition period where there was supposed to be an insurrection. Folks, it's just such obvious bullshit. If something stinks in the government, there's probably a load in the diaper. It, there's almost never an innocent explanation. There isn't. Don't And, and, and don't assume... Everybody there was involved. I don't know those guys. I have no idea who they are. I was a PPD guy, Presidential Protective Division. I wasn't a VP guy. I don't know any of those guys on the ground. But it would be stupid to read them into the plan. I don't think they knew. I think their questionable reaction, why they didn't do anything, was because, one, they were probably shocked. Like, holy shit, that is an actual pipe bomb. I'm not excusing it. I'm just telling you. And then second, it's the don't shit the bed thing where they were probably sitting around saying like, okay, this has never happened. Like we better call this shit in. And nobody wanted to be the first one to panic. 
This case stinks, folks. I'm going to say to Massey, uh, Congressman Massey, those communications exist. I'm sure they exist. They have backups that are likely in different facilities. And if they destroyed them, a lot of people are going to know. So my suggestion to you would be to push for an IG investigation of this. Because the Secret Service inspection is not going to investigate itself on this. And to find out who was in charge that day, what was told to them, get the communications that day, find out exactly what happened to those devices, who told them to give up the devices, and what happened to their individual emails on that day. It's out there. Believe me, it's out there. You just got to look for it. Hey, Guy, is the Trump interview up on the Clips channel? By the way, if you want to watch my entire interview with Donald Trump yesterday, listen, I'm not the best interviewer. I say it all the time. Guy, who's sometimes it's not nice. He's very nice, but he's like, ah, you, you worry, not too bad. Yesterday, I got to say for the first time, I really felt comfortable interviewing people. I'm always honest with you. I'm really not a good interviewer, so we don't do them a lot. But I'm very comfortable with the, the president. I thought we had a really great interview yesterday. A lot of you seem to enjoy it. Um, check it out. It's on our Clips channel, uh, uh, rumble.com slash Bongino Clips. Subscribe there and follow to it. It's a separate channel from this one. We get tons of views over there too, but you can listen to the whole thing over there. Check it out. Really appreciate it. And make sure to download the Rumble app. We're having an amazing week at Rumble after the Barstool. Amazing couple with the Barstool uh, uh, agreement there. Things have been going great. We so appreciate your support. Download the Rumble app, please. It is free. Set up an account. Absolutely free. Chat with us every day. You can watch videos all day. My videos, clips, all kinds of stuff. We really love having you. I'll see you on the radio show in a few minutes, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.